Hi there, welcome to Shiloh Tabernacle London. We're located in South East London in Woolwich Dockyard, Block 1, Unit 9, Dockyard Industrial Estate, Woolwich Church Street, SC18 5PQ. Join us for our Bible study every Friday from 7.30 to 9pm and you can't miss our Sunday services packed with prayer, vibrant worship and a powerful word. First service is 9am to 10.30 followed by our family service from 10.30 to 12.30. And now for the best part, let's get into the word. Hallelujah. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you so much for your patience. I know uh, sometimes uh, things can really spike um, out of our control, especially when you're dealing with technical issues. But we are very grateful to God and the Holy Spirit who has made it very possible for us to be in this place. I just want to thank, first and foremost, uh, the pastor of this house or the angel of this house, Pastor Ruben and uh, Pastor Joyas uh, Goma, uh, Pastor, we thank you so much for such a great opportunity. And the ministers of this house, uh, Shiloh, we thank God for the spirit that you have, for the zeal that you have, for the work of God uh, to go forth. We thank God for his beauty. Uh, we thank God for the grace that sits on this house. Uh, this evening, uh, we, I just also want to thank my dear pastor, Pastor Hakim Abdul Hakim Semakula for rendering me this opportunity to come and minister in this house this evening. I thank you, all of us who are watching us, from wherever you are, uh, wherever you are, we thank you. We thank you for taking the time out to come and hear the word of God. We really live in hilarious times, and the Bible says that uh, make use of every opportunity that you have, because the times that we are in are evil. So thank you so much for, for taking the time out to come and, and fellowship this evening uh, with us. Um, my name is Pastor Schultz. I come from a church called Alpha and Omega Ministries. Um, I'm married. I've got a beautiful wife. Um, God has blessed us with three sons, uh, Junior, Joshua, uh, Ashton, and Anthony. And uh, God has been good to us. So I'll let us pray, and I'll just dip deep in the word because I know time has, uh, you know, has, has actually moved. We were supposed to start earlier, uh, but we thank God. Father, we just want to thank you for this evening. We thank you, uh, Heavenly King, Father Mighty, for giving us another opportunity to even break the bread in this house this evening. Father, we thank you for such an awesome opportunity that you have given us, Father Mighty, to even come to your throne of mercy. Father, I thank you for everyone that is watching in. I thank you for the grace and beauty, Father Mighty, that you have bestowed even upon our lives. Father, I thank you for the word that you have put upon my heart to share. I ask that the Holy Spirit may, may, may empower it, that it comes forth into our hearts, mm -hmm. that it may transform us uh, purely, that we may get to see you and to walk with you. Father, I thank you, Heavenly King, Father Mighty, that you have given me even the ability. Use my tongue, use my vocal cords, uh, use Heavenly King, Father Mighty, everything that is within me to declare your oracles in clarity. Father Almighty, and, 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 and exactitude. Father, I pray and I ask Heavenly King, Father Almighty, that you take control in Jesus' mighty name. Amen and amen. This evening, I just want to really touch something that we all think about and that we all talk about, but, uh, but God uh, has actually um, you know, opened it up in a, in a very special way in my heart. 
and I just want to um, you know share it with you this evening. And, and it's, it's about prayer and, and seeking the face of God. Ladies and gentlemen, we are living in times where we have to really seek the face of God more than we've ever thought, more than we've ever imagined. Uh, we need to cry out to God more than we can ever think. But uh, it, it is one thing to go to your place of prayer or to go to a church meeting. I just left my church where I come from, Alpha and Omega, and they are praying. But one thing that God is actually looking for is looking for a pure altar where, where we can buy, burn incense. And, and upon that incense, uh, it, may, it may go up. Revelation talks about incense that is mixed within our prayers and it goes up to heaven. But ladies and gentlemen, God, the Bible says in Acts, Acts chapter 7, let us read the word, let us read the word because I just don't want to just say things. I want us to be uh, really um, on point with the scriptures. Uh, in Acts chapter 7, it says, however, um, starting from, from 48, however, the Most High does not dwell in houses made by human hands, as the prophet says. Heaven, and, for heaven is his throne and the earth is his footstool, uh, or, or, his, or, or where his feet stand. What kind of house will you build for me, says the Lord? Or what kind of place is there for my uh, um, for my um, stay. Uh, was it not my hand which made all these things? God is asking, what type of house can we build him? Can, can he sit in? Where can he dwell? Because he cannot sit in human, you know, in, in houses made by human hands. Because obviously, we when we become Christian or when we accept him as our personal savior, the Bible says that, you know, he wipes all our sins away and we become a renewed man. Uh, we become a, a, a person that has been transformed and a person that has been changed. That renewal starts from the heart. Now, the Bible says that the heart is very deceitful. Who can understand it? However, when we get changed, when we get born again, when, we get, uh, when our minds are renewed and our hearts are set right with God, that is the type of heart that God is looking for. And when we go into prayer, ladies and gentlemen, God is actually looking for that heart that, that, you know, that is ready, that heart that has been transformed, that heart that has been renewed, that heart that has been changed, that they may be able to see God. Now, ladies and gentlemen, in Leviticus, we are also going to read there uh, in the book of Leviticus. I will open the Bible and we will go slowly by slowly. Uh, and even if I don't finish, we will get another opportunity. Leviticus chapter 6, and I will start from verses 8. The Bible says that um, then the Lord spoke to Moses saying, command Aaron and his sons. Remember that Aaron and his sons were the priests that were burning incense uh, on behalf of the children of Israel. They were the priests um, who received the offering and they took it onto the altar of God. Mm -hmm. Ladies and gentlemen, the Bible says that command Aaron and his sons saying, this is the law for the burnt offering. The burnt offering itself shall remain on the heath of the altar all night until the morning. We are reading from uh, Leviticus chapter 6 and from verses 8. The Bible says until the morning, and the fire on the altar will be kept burning. The fire on, on the altar shall be kept burning. But remember that these were altars that were made uh, by human hands. But when we get born again, our altar is the heart. 
That is where we burn incense. That is where we, 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 we speak to God. Because the Bible says that out of you know, your bellies shall flow rivers of living water. And the Bible says that guard your heart with all uh, diligence. Because out of it flows the issues of life. Out of your heart flow the issues of life. Now, the Bible was not actually talking about this heart that pumps blood. But it was actually talking that real you. The real you, you the person, how you think, how you meditate, how you walk, how you talk, uh, how you, you, you do your things as a Christian and a renewed person. Now the Bible says here that the altar, the fire on the altar shall be kept burning day and night. Why? Because it's upon this altar that, that incense was burnt, that the offering was brought and it was put before our God. Ladies and gentlemen, I just want you to stop and think. How is your heart, especially uh, for us uh, Christians that go out and pray, that seek the face of God? Because let me tell you, ladies and gentlemen, we can no longer walk without our God. We can't do anything without him. Everything that we are and we seek for and, 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 and we, we want to be, it, is all, it all springs from God. But he asks us that our hearts may be pure and, and they may be ready to receive him. There is nothing, let me tell you ladies and gentlemen, that we can do when our hearts are corrupted. The Bible says, it continues to say, that the priest shall put on his linen robe and he shall put on, and he shall put on the undergarments next to his flesh and he shall take up the ashes to which the fire reduces the burning. Now I will come back to that point uh, as we go on. But let me tell you, for most of us that came from, from maybe countries where, you know, we use um, a charcoal stove uh, and, and, and burn fire through it, uh, uh, you, you could remember that when it is filled with ashes, we had to remove the ashes of anything that was burnt there. That we may make it clear that the fire may flow and it may burn that food. Not burn it that is not edible, but, but have enough fire to be able to then get enough temperature to be able to cook that food. The same applies with our hearts, ladies and gentlemen. Let us read. Let us read in Matthew. Matthew. And, and let us see what God is saying to us, ladies and gentlemen. Because it's quite crucial and it's quite important that we understand what God is saying. Hallelujah. Matthew chapter 5 and verses 8. I do believe those are the beauty types. That, that, that Christ was actually speaking about. Now, it says here that blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. Now, being pure in heart does not actually mean you can't fall short. We fall short, but God has given us a pathway where we can repent. A repentant and broken heart, God shall not despise. Ladies and gentlemen, a repentant and broken heart, Psalms 51, God shall not despise. But God wants us to have a pure heart, a clean heart, a heart that can be willing to obey God. And out of you flows issues that are, 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 that are aligned with the things of God. Ladies and gentlemen, it is on this heart of ours that we burn incense, that we pray. That we pray, that we seek God, that we go out and minister, that we go out and fellowship with brothers and sisters. But out of it, the Bible says, blessed is the man that has got a pure heart. Let's read it again. Blessed, number eight, blessed, is, blessed are the pure in heart, 
God is looking for purity of heart. God is looking for a heart that is willing to repent, that is willing to change, that is willing to be transformed by the word of God. Ladies and gentlemen, we can no longer live the way we used to live when we had not yet come into Christ. It is quite important for us to understand that. Ladies and gentlemen, the Holy Spirit is there and the Holy Spirit will convict you of the sin that is in our hearts and the righteousness of God. So it is important, ladies and gentlemen, that we may look internally within ourselves because you know yourself better before you even come to me to pray for you, before you actually go out into a prayer meeting, before you actually do anything. You need to have an internal audit of really how you think, your thought process, the things that flow out of your mouth, the things that flow out of you know, your heart, because it says there that guard your heart with all diligence, because out of it flows the issues of life. And it is the same heart on which we burn incense. It is the same heart that we offer unto God our prayers. It, we offer our fasting. We offer to do good. It is out of that heart where such issues flow. Now, ladies and gentlemen, what is God saying to us? He says he wants them pure. And I say to you that that doesn't mean that you cannot fall short. Yes, we do fall short. Yes, we can sin. But the, the act of repentance, the act of turning around, and repentance means turning around completely from what you used to do, whether it was in public or it was in secret, and you seek the face of God. It means a total 360 turn around. Ladies and gentlemen, the Bible said there in Leviticus, and it says that the, 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 the priests shall clear the altar of the ashes that are in there. What is God looking for today? Ladies and gentlemen, God is looking at us to clean our hearts. To clean our hearts, ladies and gentlemen. To clean our hearts. Our hearts sometimes, as we are in church, there is many, many things that God looks at. He doesn't look at the outside appearance. When they were anointing David, the Bible says that many of his brothers came. But God, the, the Bible says that God told Prophet Samuel that I do not look at the outside appearance. Mm -hmm. I look at the heart. Ladies and gentlemen, things that block our prayer life, uh, things that block us from seeing God and, 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 and seeing the, manif the true manifestation of, of what God has spoken about our lives is the impurities that are in our hearts. We, we, we cut short the hand of God by the things that are in our hearts, ladies and gentlemen. And you and me know that there are things in there that God is looking at, things like unforgiveness, Ladies and gentlemen, that shortens the hand of God over your life. We need to learn to walk a life of forgiving one another. Even the disciples came to him and said, Master, how many times can I forgive a brother when he has offended me? He said to them, seven times seven times seven. Which actually means that every minute of the day and every minute of the night, you have got to forgive. Ladies and gentlemen, as, as a pastor, you will be offended. As a leader, you will be offended. As a minister, you will be offended. Even in the public domain, you will be offended. Sometimes I read and I see the kind of things that they write, uh, you know, about our leaders, you know, within the secular world and you wonder, but they have got to forgive. 
us in churches, the people that, you know, speak to you. Ladies and gentlemen, we have got to learn in forgiveness. We have got to walk in forgiveness. Without forgiveness, we cannot see God. The Bible says, blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. God wants us to have a heart that is not divided, a heart that is after him, a heart that seeks him fully. And when he speaks to you at your place of prayer, at your altar, when you kneel down to pray and he says, brother, my sister, leave adultery, leave um, drunkenness, leave um, things that, you know, that are not of God. And sometimes we in church may not be able to go out and, and, and you know, be high on drugs or anything that is not good. But there are things in there, you know, strife. There are things in there, things like competition, things like, you know, jealousy. Some of those things, ladies and gentlemen, they are a hindrance. They are an impediment to the hand of God. And God is saying, he's saying to Aaron and his children and saying to them, listen, this, the, the fire on this altar has got to be kept burning. It is no way it can burn. Ladies and gentlemen, I am a testimony. I used to have a, a, a thing, Pastor, where I used not to forgive and hold people at heart. But it took the spirit of God to speak to me and, and tell me, Schultz, you have got to forgive. If you are going to see God, you have got to forgive. If you, are, if you want God to elevate you, because I used to go into my prayer place and ask and speak to God and say to me, use me, God. Use me, Father. And, and it's, it's just like the disciples. They came to Christ and says, when you, when you, you, you rise, the, the lady came and said, let my children, one to sit on the left and the other to sit on the right. And the disciples were asking him, who of us is going to be a leader? They were after material things. They were after fleshly things, positions. But their hearts were very far from him. And he said, you know, can you drink the cup that I'm going to drink from? Ladies and gentlemen, we pray and ask God, please use me. Let me be your instrument. But within you, there is strife. Within you, there is no, there is, we don't have that ability to obey. Even obey the simple, simple things that, you know, that we are told to do. How can God use you? How can God, how can you see, how can you feel the manifestation or walk in the manifestation of the things that God has spoken to you without a heart that is willing to obey? Without a heart that is repentant. You offend a brother, you offend a sister, you offend a church, and what you do is walk out, not even to come back and say we are sorry, and you think you're going to start something and God will bless it? You're lying to me, my sister. You're lying to me, my brother. God needs us to be humble. Ladies and gentlemen, humility is the key. And humility is a heart issue. It is not something you say, I'm humble, I'm humble. No, it is a heart issue. Humility is a heart issue. Forgiveness is a heart issue. Ladies and gentlemen, um, walking, walking with God and, and seeing God in, in, you know, in, his, in his full power. Ladies and gentlemen, we've got to clear the ash. Tonight, let's clear the ash. Let's clear the, uh, the ash on our altars. And I know sometimes many of us are told and we, and, and we are asked that, you know, we, 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 we come into our prayer places. We go and offer a sacrifice. Sometimes the Bible says even before you bring an offering to your pastor or to your leader or into church, it says go and make amends with your brother. God is not actually interested in an offering that is broken. He doesn't want it. He wants something that is from a pure heart.
Ladies and gentlemen, the Bible has said to us, blessed are the pure in heart. What you want for yourself, think about your brother. Think about your sister. What you would want for yourself, think about them. Learn to share. You don't have to have too much to share. The little that you have, the Bible says that when they got to heaven, they said, uh, God was speaking to them and he said to them, you know, thank you for my, my faithful, good and faithful servant. When I was hungry, you fed me. And they said, when were you hungry? But it is seeing a brother in need and sharing with that brother. What you want for yourself, share it with another. So ladies and gentlemen, the Bible said, Matthew chapter 5 and verses 8, blessed are the pure in heart. Are you pure? Are you chasing after God? Is your heart undecided? Because let me tell you, ladies and gentlemen, even if I preach and preach the whole night, as long as you have got a divided heart, the Bible says that you cannot please God. The ashes that are in your heart are, are, are of doubt. You cannot please God, and you cannot see God. You cannot see God. Even in a prayer closet, before we pray, myself and my family, I normally ask them, do you believe that what we are praying for we shall receive? Because if you are doubting, then you cannot please God. The Bible says we have got to come believing that first and foremost is God and is a reward of those who diligently seek him. But what the enemy has done is given us an injection, an antidote of doubt. You spend the whole hour praying and seeking the face of God, but within you you are doubting. You cannot see God because your heart is not pure. You may not be doing these sins that we can see on the outside, but within your heart there is doubt. Ladies and gentlemen, let us clean our hearts. Let us clean our hearts. Matthew chapter 23 and 25, the Bible talks about the scribes. They were very quick at sitting in the front places. They were very quick at shouting and making noise and putting on sackcloth and, and putting on ashes and sitting in the corridors of the streets and praying, showing the others that you do not know God. But the Bible says, let us read the scripture. Matthew chapter 23. Jesus called them the whitewashed uh, tombs. They were beautiful on the outside, and deep inside they were filthy. Matthew 23, 25. The Bible says here, Matthew 20, uh, 23, yes. He says, wow, unto you scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites, he calls them. Pastor, the church is full of hypocrites. He hugs you, but he doesn't hug you from the heart. We cannot, we cannot, the church cannot walk the way it used to walk. Let us come back, ladies and gentlemen. Let us, let us repent today. Let us cry out to God. Say, create a clean heart in me, O Lord. Create a clean heart. Create a pure heart in me, O Lord. Without that, ladies and gentlemen, you can pray and wet the carpet of your altar. You cannot see God. And, and, and sometimes through that, people get frustrated. 
and they say, you know, I've been praying about this issue over a period of a time. But have you forgive, forgiven that, 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 that lady that left you? Yeah? There is no anointing. We start criticizing the church. We start criticizing the ministers of God. We criticize everything that is there. Why? But it's us. Have you forgiven that, that person that, that, you know, that, that, that duped you? Have you forgiven that person that did you wrong? Have you made mends with a brother and a sister? Have we, have we you, know, you know, lifted another person up and let them go? Give them the opportunity to go. Some of us that are in this country, God has blessed us. He's really given us a blessing. Are you willing to help you know, others? Are you willing to open your doors and, and, and your bowels that, that, you know, of blessing that you may bless another person? Or are we, you know, getting all we can and scanning all that we can and sitting on the can? That's not a heart of God. That's not a pure heart. Ladies and gentlemen, that is not, you know, what God requires of us. You may not be sinning these outward sins. Because most of those we've left raving, um, being high on stuff, adultery, fornication, masturbation, all that you may have left, but within your heart, if there is any form of jealousy, strife, you're heading to disaster. But grace is abounding. There's still room on the cross for us, ladies and gentlemen. There's room for us to make a turn around. Ladies and gentlemen, today we can turn around. The Bible says, wow, unto you hypocrites. Let us read that scripture and finish it. 23, 25. It says, you hypocrites, for you clean the outside of a cup and of a dish, but inside they are full of robbery and self-indulgence. We are very good at cleaning the outside. We look good on the outside. And I'm not saying it's bad to look terrible. It's bad to look good. You should look good. You should look pleasant. You should smell nice. You should, you should exercise. You should you look your best because this is the temple of God. Look after it. But there's no point of you looking very good on the outside. And, and you are dying inside. You know, it's, it's hell inside. You have never let go of things that we had done to you 15 years ago. You have never, you, you know, you have, you have never made means with people that, you know, you left. It's high time, ladies and gentlemen, to return. The Bible says, return to me and I will return to you. Ladies and gentlemen, today, let us make a turnaround. Clean your altar. I'm talking about the heart. Because the Bible has told us in Acts chapter 7 that God can no longer sit in houses made by, by human hands. He sits in us, in our hearts. So this, the Bible says in Corinthians, that don't you know that your bodies are the temple of the Holy Spirit. You are an embassy of the Holy Spirit. And he desires to sit in a clean place. He desires to dwell with you. He desires to sit in your heart. He desires to direct you. He desires to walk with you. He desires to, 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 to move with you and show you the things of God. That you may pray and see God and see the hand of God. That you may, you may feel that peace. Many people are not at peace with themselves. 
They've never had that peace that the Bible talks about. The Bible talks about that peace that surpasses all human understanding. I'm talking about the peace of God. Many, many Christians are in church, and some of them are dying in the pews of church. Why? Because of things that have held them back in their hearts. It's time for a change, ladies and gentlemen. Let us not be like these scribes and Pharisees. They clean the outside, but deep inside them, they are full of robbery. They are full of self-indulgence. They are full of things that, you know, may not be correct with God. You know, they, are, they, they were full of, you know, that outside performance. Church is no longer about performance, and I'm not talking about a building. Church is about our hearts being realigned with the heart of God. So how can we do that, ladies and gentlemen, going back into the word of God and reading it? As a Christian, you need to read the word of God. It is the only thing that will transform you. Because when you read the word of God, you would realize that this thing that I'm doing, this thing that I'm walking in is not of God. And then you start making a transformation slowly. The Holy Spirit will speak to you and he will help you transform that. Number two, it's accepting the Holy Spirit to come back again into your heart and give you a thorough, you know, a thorough clean, a thorough clean. Speak to him and be honest with your prayer. Be honest to the Holy Spirit. Let me tell you, ladies and gentlemen, God cannot push himself on us. He lets you open the door that he may come in. The Bible says, I am knocking at your door. Today God is knocking at my door to release the things that have been holding me captive. That strife, that, that competition, that self-indulgence. You want to be, you know, you want to lead and you want, to, well, you want what you say to go. That is the spirit of Jezebel. You're not corrected. Nobody can speak to you. Nobody can counsel you because you know you know. That is not of God. Ladies and gentlemen, we need to learn to sit under, under somebody and, 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 and submit to them. We need to. It could be your parents. You could have got your first degree or your second degree and you've got your master's. I've got a son who's got his master's in civil engineering now. But he comes and sits down with me when I'm speaking to him. That is a heart of humility. And I'm not saying he's perfect in all, but the mere fact that when I call him, I beck on him, he comes and sits. And he listens. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. Ladies and gentlemen, if you cannot be told, if you cannot be rebuked, if you cannot be counseled, then pride then has come in. And when then pride comes in, it is the same spirit that, 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 was, that prevailed between Cain and Abel. And it is the same spirit that, that led to the death of the children of David. Why? Because there was strife in them. There was rebellion. Strife and rebellion move with one another. They are twins. And when you get to that element, ladies and gentlemen, you cannot see God because God does not operate in a rebellious heart. God does not operate with rebellious hearts. He only operates with humility and submissive hearts. Ladies and gentlemen, it's not that God does not want you to have what you want to get, but check your heart today. And I'm saying check the real you, the real me. When I'm in my closet, how am I? 
Am I like these hypocrites that wash the outside of the cup and the dishes, but yet inside it is filthy? Ladies and gentlemen, today God is calling me and you to check ourselves. There are gray areas in there that we need to look at. There are gray areas in there that you know that if Christ came today, this will not pass. The way we dress. Some of us dress and dress as if, you know, we, we, we don't have a mirror in our houses. Check how you dress my brother. Check how you dress my sister. It's not bad to, offer to, you know, to look at trends, but within those trends, there are things there that are decent. That you can dress and you are smart. There's no point of you dressing as if, you know, you know, you don't have a care in the world. And when you start saying things like, I don't care, that is when the problem comes in. The Bible says, uh, I do believe it is in Romans, that due to their hardness of heart, God gave them out to a reprobate mind. Ladies and gentlemen, I do not want God to give me up to a retrobate mind. I would rather he chastens me now that I am clean that I may see him. That my heart may be clean. That the ashes within the altar, the altar, and I'm talking about, when I talk about the altar, I'm talking about our hearts. Those ashes that they may be removed. And let me tell you, ladies and gentlemen, once you submit to the Holy Spirit, he is smart. He will talk to you. But unless pride comes in and you refuse to let the Holy Spirit speak to you. But once you open yourself up, ladies and gentlemen, he will speak to you and he will help you. He's not there to judge you. Let me tell you, some of us say do not judge me. But let me tell you, your acts judge you before the, you know, people can actually judge you. It is the way we act that judges us. If I go on ab being abusive to people and not uh, you know, respecting people, you cannot call for them to respect you because you do not respect yourself. Respect is earned, ladies and gentlemen. And when we walk with the Holy Spirit, he will show you. When you read the word of God with the Holy Spirit sitting inside you, he will illuminate that word of God and it will become life to your bones. Let me tell you, ladies and gentlemen, as I wind up, Jesus is more concerned about you than about this ministry that I'm doing. Because many of us are out to minister, but yet whatever we release on the outside is not deep inside within our hearts. And that's why I say that church is no longer about events and ceremonies. Church is about transformation of hearts. Hallelujah. When we come to church, we've come into a spiritual hospital. We come to be dissected and, you know, and, and helped. And, and, and we come to be, you know, to allow the Holy Spirit to change us. So, ladies and gentlemen, God is keen about my life, seeing him more than any other thing that I'm searching for. Amen. And it's not about us having good things. He wants us to have good things. He wants you to prosper and prosper in the spiritual things and in the physical things. But it is our hearts. Ladies and gentlemen, it's the real you that is stopping the Holy Spirit to move. The Bible said, blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, we worship you. We have shared your word this evening, Lord. Father, we could go on and on and on, but that is not what you're looking for. Father, help us and help us. Father, as a body of Christ and those that are coming into Christ, 
Father, the Bible talks about those that stand in the doorway. Father Almighty, they cannot let the people that are in out. And they cannot even let the ones that are out in simply because of our hearts. Many of us are sitting in church and are talking and bringing people down. But Father, that is not what you want. Father, the, you, you, the, church, the, the, the church that you are building, the church that you ever wanted, you said that it shall be a house of prayer. Not a building, but a house of prayer. Father, it is upon this altar of the heart that, that issues of life flow, that prayer flows, that prayer that is pure before you. Father, help us. Father, there is still room at the cross for us. Father, for that person that is out there that is struggling, Father Almighty, I know that there are many out there that may be struggling, but Father, tonight I pray that the Holy Spirit may meet them. I pray that the Holy Spirit may move. Father Almighty, that it may touch our hearts, that, Father, we may have that zeal, and, Father, we may have that hunger to do what you expect us to do, to do your will, to walk with you, to love you, to fellowship with you, just like you fellowshiped with Adam and Eve. Father, it is the same commune that you desire of us. Father, clean our hearts, Holy Spirit, clean them, and help us also, Father Almighty, learn to clean and remove the ash. Father Almighty, our hearts are filled with ashes. And there is no way we can hear you that we can, we, can, we can even touch you anymore because of the fullness of the ashes that have even blocked our intellect, that have blocked our way of seeing things, that have blocked our speech, that have blocked the way we move, the way we act, the way we, you know, the way we, we behave. But, Father, we are crying out to you tonight, help us, Lord. If you do not help us, there is no one that is going to help us. Father, some of us are finding it difficult to release a brother, to release a sister, to walk in forgiveness. Some of us are finding it difficult, Heavenly King, Father Almighty, to walk a holy life. But, Father, we are praying tonight that, Father, forgive us where we've gone wrong, but build us again that we may be your children. The time is coming and the time is not far when you will come to collect your church. But Father, you said you were collecting a church that has no wrinkle or blemish. Father, help us. Cleanse us. Father, we beg on your blood. The blood that speaks better than the blood of, of Abel. That it may wash us and wash us clean. Father Almighty, that we may be your children. That we may feel your peace that we may feel your joy, that we may feel your presence again, that our heavens may be opened, Heavenly King, Father Almighty, that we may receive from you, and Father, that we may walk with you. Father Almighty, there could be a person there listening to me that is backslidden. Father, I pray for that person, a man or a woman, I pray for them, a child that wants to know you, I pray for them. Father, may you meet them at their point of need. May you meet them, Father Almighty, and transform their hearts and change them, Lord. Father, that they may see you, that they may walk with you. Father, even tonight, Father, as you have spoken, that blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. Cleanse their hearts, that they may become pure, that they may see you. Father, it is not in your desire that any man should perish, but you want them to come to the everlasting life. 
Father Almighty, we stand in the gap and pray and stand and call upon our brothers and sisters that are still locked up in different areas. We are praying for them tonight that the Holy Spirit may go and, 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 and fetch them and bring them out and break the shackles and the chains that have held them. Father, there are people that are on their sick beds tonight. They want to see you. Father, some of them are sick because of they opened the door of unforgiveness. They opened the door of sin. They opened the door. And Father, that brought about uh, disease and dis-ease in their lives. But Father, we pray for them. We stand in the gap for them. Forgive, Lord. Forgive, Father. Father, forgive their hearts. But Father, bring them back forth that they may see you. Father, open their hearts. Speak to them as they lay down on their beds. Speak to them. Speak to them as they sit in their living rooms. Speak to them as they feel. Father Almighty, they, they cannot feel that joy and peace anymore. Speak to them. Father, you have visited many people and you have spoken to them. You have healed many, many people. Even tonight, you can heal hearts of men. Heal us, Lord, and heal our hearts. Father, we bless you and we glorify your holy name. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Amen and amen and amen. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much. Pastor, thank you for such a great opportunity. Saints, be blessed. If you do not have a church, I know there is a contact telephone number down here please please you can write us you can ring we will be able to minister to you to minister to your family uh pastor ruben he's he's you know he's 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 a man sold out uh uh for the gospel of god and he's sold out to see that people may see their god ladies and gentlemen please do not hesitate write us ring and please join and come and let us see god hallelujah in Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed and thanked him. Amen and amen. Thank you so much for listening to this sermon. And I know you've been blessed. For more information about Shiloh Tabernacle and other sermons, please visit our website, www.shiloh.org.uk. And don't forget to follow us on all our social media platforms, Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook, at ShilohLDN. Once again, that's at Shiloh LDN. You've been listening to Shiloh Tabernacle London, changing lives, building dreams. Until next time.